0: Investor's Edge with Gary Kultbom. Straight talk about you and your money. Now from the BizTalk studios, here is Gary Kultbom.
1: And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kultbom, your host. A thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is uh, Wednesday. It is the 28th of April. Month end window dressing. Not exactly dressed today in the markets. We'll get to that in a minute but first this is a show about you we the people the markets your money jobs employment deficits debt the Morlocks in DC go look up the word Morlocks you'll know what I'm talking about if you don't know what it is and everything else in between hope you're having a great day as you know Our numbers are skyrocketing around the globe. People are listening to this show in many, many places, in many, many countries, because we pull no punches. We curry no favor. We mean business. We think every dime counts, whether you believe it or not. We think most are working against us. We think most, the day they're elected, are running for re-election. We know just by the numbers, and amazingly, more people don't think just about the numbers. What they have done, and what they have done to your kids' futures, and their kids. And it gets worse by the day and you know we measure our words very carefully here we don't throw out hyperbole we're not into big grand but when it's deserved we have to tell you like how we feel based on our big gigantic study of economies past and present and how they are run or how they are screwed, or how they are screwing you. Tonight, Joe Biden is would have been the State of the Union, I guess, but they're using a different name, because they're not going to be there. I guess it's the state. But what he will be doing is talking to you like you're idiots. You see, these politicians are great at a couple of things, A, bullcrapping you, B, conning you, C, sweet-talking you, and D, telling you what they're going to do for you. And without them, your lot in life will never be what it should be. And lastly, people that are successful and wealthy are rich are successful wealthy and rich because they are screwing you those are the words of a Marxist a dictator a control freak a statist, a central planner and somebody that wants to keep you down Because the enemy of Marxists and socialists is success, is wealth. Why do you think they hate wealth so much? Because success and wealth are the enemy of these people. In case you did not know, let me throw some facts at you. Joe Biden has been in Washington for 47 years. That means he has signed off on every spending bill that has taken you, us, we, the $30 trillion of debt, spent $30 trillion more than he was supposed to. But of course, it's not just Joe Biden. Of course not wouldn't just be Joe Biden. It's all of them. It's every single one of them. Joe Biden was part of the Obama Biden administration as vice president. They snow jobbed us into spending $800 billion stimulus that they swore to us was for shovel ready infrastructure jobs. The only thing that got shoveled was a load of crap. And why do you think now all of a sudden they do an infrastructure? Because they lied. And the media doesn't ask that. And now the further lies. Now all of a sudden, they and I'm not making this up. With straight faces, they are telling you child care is now infrastructure. Elderly care is infrastructure. Every freaking thing now is infrastructure in order for you to be condoned to believing that this economy needs to turn over six trillion plus dollars to them from an economy that's just getting off its arse because of a pandemic. They tell you, but it's only for the wealthiest 1%. That is a lie. A blatant lie that I would say straight to the face of these people. They also told you that their stimulus bill would drop child poverty in half. A lie. And of course they get their corrupt economists to back them up. The same economists that swore years ago, oh, the deficits. It's not going to get bad. We'll be okay yeah sure so let's round it up they want to do a capital gains tax, double it make everybody above the terrible those sleazy slimy people the millionaires double what they were paying on long-term capital gains which by the way the incentive is to hold assets instead of trading them and selling them that incentive is now gone But wait a minute, how about this? What if by chance they pass this and all these bad, sleazy, slimy millionaires just sell the crap out of this stuff so they pay half the capital gains this year instead of double next year? And what if the market cracks wide open? Will that affect others, lower income, middle income, the ones with little 401ks, big 401ks, everyone, corporate tax hike oh the corporations are just going to sit there and take it right they just raised the wage to 15 bucks on all government people like they're paying it no the taxpayer pays it they're raising the estate tax they have floated a mileage tax which got shot down very quickly because that one's too apparent to be a con They proposed a financial transactions tax. And then the Big Maha, 12.4% Social Security tax coming. And they still can't tell us on whom. They still can't tell us on whom. Because they first said 400,000, and then we found out that's a family, which means individuals would be 200,000. And then, oops, oh, people get mad at us, and then they come back at 400,000, but they still haven't told us yet whether it's family or not. He's a Marxist. Bernie Sanders is smiling, giving him standing ovations. Joe Biden has lied about who he was for decades. And as soon as he got power, you know how they called Trump a dictator for four years? Trump ain't a dictator. Lowering taxes and less regulations, that's the opposite. The definition is massive taxes, regulations, fees, mandates, dictates, you name it. They're coming at you. And we're going to fight him every step of the way. And if nobody shows up to go against him in 24, I may have to ruin my life. Because he'll be easy pickings when the economy tanks and the market craters. And their revenues go down, not up, because of his utter Marxism. economic nightmare of epic proportions going back to the 70s on taxes sole proprietor in New York City if you're too good too successful you'll be in the 60 percent tax bracket 60s and they've just begun they have a while longer with that power they're already talking about making DC a state dictatorship Supreme Court packing. Dictatorship. Worst I've seen in this country. Yet they went after Trump. Who I couldn't stand. With a fervor. Up next. The market wrap! Oh, and my other favorite person. Jay Powell. I'm Gary. This is the one and only Investor's Edge.
0: It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kultbom. It doesn't get better than this.
1: I have to tell you... bring back Obama I bring bring me back Barack Obama bring me back anybody over this guy running the show and what else are they going to try and do and just remember what they're selling you on free this free that free this free that give you this give you that nothing is free there is absolutely nothing that is free may i repeat there is absolutely nothing that is free in this land of ours there is always a cost often indirect most of the time direct but i digress moving on we have warned you here about just picking your poison in these markets we have warned you about all the bubbles for the last few months that most of them have popped we warned started warning you 7 8 months ago and about 3 months ago they started popping, uh, popping bubbles and mass they have crushed some things down 75 percent from the highs things that should have never gone up in the first place but they were bubbled up what do i mean by that well for whatever reason these this reddit crowd they got another one today i'll explain in a minute but it's not just them it's just bubbles and you never know we're going to show up you never know how long they're going to last you never know how far they're going to go but they've crushed them most of them not all of them there will be more to go but i just want to let you know and to get you an idea what we mean i'm going to even give you the name and the symbol so you can go look it up i was born in brooklyn by the way the name of the company is brooklyn immunotherapeutics The stock, on average, never traded 100,000 shares a day. It was recently four bucks. The only news I have is a new CEO recently. In the last five days I can go back to April 13th. It was five, went to seven and a half. On April 20th, seven and a half closed almost to 10. Tuesday, two days later, last, closed at 12 and a half. Uh, The next day was 16. Yesterday, it ran to, uh, let me get this right, eight uh, twenty-eight bucks after closing at 25. Today, it hit 54 after, clo- after it, uh, at the closing at 43. But why do I bring this up? They have no sales. It's another development stage biotech. But what else do I notice on something like this? It's been public since the 90s. And they still have no sales. Yet they were able to bring this thing up to a $2 billion market cap, even though they've had no sales going back into the 90s as a public company. This is an example of what I mean, and the warning shot on you is part of the bubble slash melt up slash central bank, whatever the hell they're doing. I'd like to catch one of these. I don't have the grapefruits. I don't want to buy them. I'll let others. All of these things that have made moves like this, most of them have gone back where they came from leaving a lot of people holding the bag. That was just another one that showed up today. Brooklyn Immunotherapeutics. And by the way, this is not an indictment of the company. For all we know, they're treating immunological diseases and patients with cancer. All we know, they come out with some groundbreaking drugs, and we hope they do. This is an indictment of what Jay Powell has done to our markets. Destroyed them. While the major indices go into new high ground. Almost. We're in pullback mode right now. But the ultimate outcome, if you go to my Twitter feed, I put up a chart a little while ago of margin has skyrocketed. That margin will come down to earth. You know what that means? We don't know when or from where. Just another warning shot. And we know we're a little bit of a Debbie Downer to start this show. We have to do this. Because that takes me to Jay Powell today. Mr. Nausea. Would not even lower the money printing by one freaking dollar. While the market's. While the bubbles, someone even asked about housing, and he just shrugged it off. You know what's going on in some, some areas of housing? People are putting their houses up for sale at 250000 They get 50 offers. They end up selling at $400,000. inventory has gone. I'm getting unsolicited calls on my real estate from realtors every day. And texts. I don't even know how they get my number. But don't worry. Everything's fine. Brooklyn Immunotherapeutics. Don't worry. Everything's fine everything is just damn fine while he prints with the european central bank three trillion bucks a year and keep rates at zero percent and he thinks he's in control and he thinks he's a genius and he knows for a fact all these commodities skyrocketing that'll be transitory well it will be transitory only because they're going to crash eventually because the economic death Because of the debt deficits and leverage that he and his counterparts in D.C. have enabled. But not yet. Not till we tell you. We'll let you know. The Market Wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim back, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. you're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators. Go check it out, investment-models.com. Didn't finish very well, but lots of earnings and lots to talk about. Dow down 164, and S&P, only down three. NASDAQ 39, NASDAQ 158. The SOX down 47, transport's 25. But advanced declines were better for the day. But it's earnings season and a hell of a lot of jello moving on the plate and as we tell you we have absolutely no clue which companies are going to get good reactions which companies are going to get bad reactions we've seen bad news bought up we've seen good news sold down i very often get emails and, and phone calls from people how did this go up when that news was so bad how did this go down when the news was so good one of our main mottos is it's not the news it's how things react to the news up next the jello this is the one only investor's edge
0: okay round two name something that's not boring listening to America is talking investors edge he's
1: got to be pleased with that the crowd is just on his feet here he's a Cinderella boy and- with Gary Colt bomb it comes highly recommended you're gonna feel better if you talk to him in no particular order so after the close today is facebook close at 307 uh, i got it at 322 in the aftermarket new high uh blueway wall street estimates and then said a major deceleration in the quarters to come and i'm thinking to myself thinking to myself maybe that'll affect things nope it's staying up up about uh 715 we'll call it about 4.8 percent in the aftermarket uh qualcomm that's one to watch. Uh, Close at 136. I got it at 144 in the aftermarket. That's been pretty dead recently. Align Tech, uh, ALGN. Uh, closed at uh, 613, 640 in the aftermarket. They have the thing with the teeth, the malocclusion and stuff like that. Um, Apple has not reported yet it is 425 Eastern time I believe Apple will report around 4:30 so we'll have that for you as soon as it comes. Uh, Google uh, they reported yesterday uh, finished up $68 today uh, it was up at one time today 139 I'm gonna guess just got very extended and I'm not sweating that. That it pulled back like that. It just tells you, probably need some time up in these levels. But they had good numbers. Microsoft had good numbers. Still finished down $7.41 on the day. Just 2.83%. Not the end of the world. So there are some important names for you. Uh, Wingstop, good numbers, up 8 to 157. That was after the close yesterday. Shopify, damn, opened up 60, then was only up 40, finished up 130. Coming up the right side of a very long base, but that was a very good day, very strong earnings. On Shopify, uh, Amgen. Did not help the Dow today. Down a juicy $19 on Amgen today. That's a lot of cake. That's a lot of cake. And that would be about 120 Dow points. Boeing on their earnings. uh, Down seven. Uh, That didn't help the Dow. So if you add up Boeing, Amgen, Microsoft, let's see if I can do that. 19 and 7 is 26 and 8, 34 approximately. Uh, 7 times 3 is 21, 7 is 28, 23, about 220 Dow points. And we only finished down 164. So what was up? Uh, Visa was up three and a half today. They came out with earnings. And 3M was up a buck. Goldman Sachs up a buck, Caterpillar up two bucks, Salesforce.com two and change, Chevron two and change, American Express two, and we'll discuss Chevron and the oils in a little bit. But as we stated, a lot of jello moving on the plate, and that's why we always tell you as you get near earnings, you may just want to back away. Oh, wait, Spotify. You ready? Down 37 bucks to $256. I I haven't looked at their number. I know they lose money all the time. Maybe it was that, but that was down 12.5% today. I forgot that one. Oh, and I forgot F5 Networks. That was down 19 bucks today to 186. By the way, that was at a new yearly high. That's why you just got to be very careful. You never know. From new yearly highs, they can smoke them. That was down 9% today. So again, repeat. A lot of Jello moving on the plate. I gather Facebook will help a little bit tomorrow and Qualcomm. Um, Align Tech doesn't really factor in making market moves. uh, And we're awaiting Apple, and that should be any minute. So I want to mention a few other things that you need to know, specifically oils. Uh, We have told you recently oils have been the uh, weakest of the areas that were in pretty decent shape several weeks ago. They had a huge day, the oil stocks today, even though oil prices weren't up that much. Now, oil prices have held support. Yeah, we chart that. But man, oh man. And when you have a chance, we'll start with the big oil, XLE, gets back above the 50 day today. XOP, a little bit back above. That's the uh, explorers. And the services, not yet. But a lot of good things a lot of things held the 50 day i'm about to quickly give you alphabet soup for your review you ready ar chevron cvx clr dvn fang f-a-n-g hess corp H-E-S, MRO marathon pxd sm WMB and WLL, we are not telling you buy them, sell them, short them, cover them. We're just letting you know that they held the 50-day and rallied off of it today on a very strong day for oils. With oil prices up, they were up, but I would have thought they would have been up a lot bigger, and maybe that happens tomorrow. So oil had a good day, and leave no doubt, oil not going down anymore helps like the S&P, like that. So anyway, big story in the aftermarket is Facebook, up about 4.8%. Beat the estimates, but really lowered numbers going forward, but market doesn't care. And now we got Apple, and I'm hearing, is they coming out with anything yet? No, nothing yet. Uh, showing it up a little bit as of right now. So I haven't seen the earnings yet. It's up about 4 bucks, and that'll help. But it's just started moving. And when the numbers come out, we will have them for you. But if Apple and Facebook do well, certainly hope the NASDAQ 100. Remember, Apple has a $2.2 trillion market cap. Do you know what a dollar move on that stock does now? There's billion shares outstanding. Every dollar is 16.8 billion. Billion dollars in market cap for Apple. Unbelievable how big that is. So, as of right now, Apple closed at 133.60. I got it at 139.30 as we speak. And that would move it above a handle range, not the old highs. And again, I have yet to see the numbers. And remember, these aftermarket moves can change later because they are all going to do calls. Apple, a dollar forty versus expectations of ninety-eight cents. Uh, revenues, eighty-nine billion versus consensus of seventy-six billion. Is that is that possible? Yeah. So Apple blew the doors off. Earnings estimates. I have yet to see any guidance. So good stuff from two very important names. By the way, it's not the news. It's how things react to the news. So we're just giving you the preliminary stuff. Right now, Facebook is sticking. Apple pulling back a little bit right now, 138. But damn good numbers from both. Damn good numbers out of uh, Google. Damn good numbers out of Microsoft. But market didn't like Microsoft yet. But I think that had more to do with Microsoft was just extended, and so far, kind of looks like a normal pullback, and that's a bunch of your earnings, or at least the important ones, and there are more coming out. And if we can get to them, we'll let you know. Service now close at 5:57. I got it at 5:35. Market, market, no likey that one. Sorry. I'm your play by, by play reporter. Let me see if Teladoc came out. Down 12 bucks in the aftermarket Teladoc. And that's it. We're going to leave it at that. And if any big changes, we've we'll, we got a few more minutes in this show. How's that? Segwaying back. Restaurants cannot fill. Their restaurants with workers because the government gave out too much money to people disincentivizing them to go back to work and one really can't blame I see a lot of people giving out bonuses just to get people to work here in Central Florida but they now have to compete with free money from the government and yes we know that people needed help but when you pay people more to sit on the couch than to go to work what do you think people choose you'll be hearing a lot of that tonight from the marxist up next this that and the other thing this is the one only investor's edge
0: You're listening to What are we waiting for? Well, what are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go Action! Investor's Edge With Gary Culpa bums
1: Da, 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 da. all right uh, facebook bidding up a little more to 324 uh apple at 139 so uh that's gonna help the nasdaq 100 tomorrow i can promise you that those two uh and amazon will be uh tomorrow i believe after the close now if that one gaps up that's a pretty good uh, triple and then you add google so you got four out of the big five but again let's see what happens overnight and the conference calls, but these companies continue to be what we call juggernautish. Uh, we do want to let you know again, very important. Uh, Apple, the stock has done nothing uh, since last September. Facebook, since last August. But this this gap uh, will take it higher. You got that? Amazon has done nothing. Since last August, if they can all bust out. That'd be good stuff. What else today? Just a few other tidbits. N phase solar down twenty four today, fourteen percent. Solar, which means the other solars were mostly down. We have been telling you to avoid. The Solars. For good reason. The stuff today, eh. Gold had been pulling back the last couple of days and started off today, eh. Held support right where it needed to. The gold stocks. Areas, just MasterCard MasterCard reports tomorrow. But Visa... Good reaction today. But I'm also noticing Capital One Financial and Discovery Financial. Good action there. So a little theme there. Steel, pretty decent. We told you about oil. Mixed bag in the financials today. Not much to take out of it. Absolutely, actually, a no biggie. Travel today, yeah. Biotech, yeah. But tomorrow will be interesting, especially NASDAQ 100, because four names really are the NASDAQ 100 now. Whether or not other things go along for the ride, we shall see. And then we get Amazon, which we think Amazon's the big juggernaut now. What a business. I told you, you know, I got an Amazon Prime and I find things on there I can't find anywhere else. And I get that, and I get them the next day. Old books, new books, old this, new this. Wow. Marijuana stocks bounce today. Bear market. Don't believe the touts. Bitcoin. I want you to listen carefully, you Bitcoiners. Remains trading below the fifty-day moving average. I'm using the GBTC, which you know mimics it. Until it gets back above the 50-day, the ascension is over. Let me repeat that for all of you because I know how popular it is. Until it gets back above the 50-day, the ascension is over. Price cannot move up unless it's above the 50-day. It is physically impossible to move up unless it's above the 50-day. I cannot tell you how important that is when you consider being in something. That is why we are constantly covering stocks that are above or below. And that's why today, we specifically told you some of the oils back above you Bitcoiners and I also want to repeat of import and nobody's thinking about it and I'm amazed nobody's thinking about it all this adoption and excitement of the coins are coming after a gargantuan move do I have to repeat that after, which leads me into my dog crap analogy, just in case you haven't heard it. If you took a dog for your walk, their walk, or your walk, and they took a crap, and somebody walks over and says, I'll pay you $5 for it. Sure. Then somebody walks over to that person and says, I'll pay you 10 Sure. Doubled my money. And then somebody walks over to him and says, I'll pay you 20 Sure, I double my money. And then somebody walks over and says, I'll pay you 50 Sure. And then somebody walks over from Wall Street and says, damn, I just saw that. Let me call my buddies up. We'll do a spack." You catching my drift? And then they'll go tout it to the masses. You ca- catching my drift? Any asset class that goes up sixfold should have you wary, not excited. Especially an asset class that has nothing backing it up except somebody paying a higher price and somebody else announcing adoption. Does any of you not think something that goes sixfold in a year? can't drop 50% and still be up multiple fold. We are not advocating buying, selling, shorting or covering it. We deal in logic here. I am Mr. Logic. And it's most important to be Mr. Logic when all everything's swirling around you and craziness abounds. I thought people were going loony in 99. 99 is a piker. Compared. We will stay on top of it for ourselves and for you. Have a great evening. Drive carefully. When you get home, do like we do. Quite simple. Make sure you hug your children. Hug your family. They will feel better. You will feel better. Have a great night, everybody. Hope tomorrow is a great day. Peace out. Take care. Bye-bye.
0: This has been Investor's Edge with Gary Kultbom on BizTalk. To listen to past episodes or to get in contact with Gary, go to GaryK.com. That's GaryK.com.